This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. I'm Deborah Yao from Knowledge at Wharton, and we're here today with Hugh Westermeyer, Deputy Chief Information Officer of First Republic Bank, to talk about digital transformation. With digital technologies disrupting everything, from how we hail cabs to booking hotel rooms and the way we bank, the status quo of many established companies is being challenged. First Republic Bank is well aware of these digital changes taking place, and we're here to talk about how the bank is adapting to this new marketplace. Welcome to Knowledge of Warden, Hugh. Thank you. It's great to be here. So first of all, how do you define digital transformation? What is it exactly? Well, for, for us, um, it's really focusing on leveraging technology to improve experiences, both for our clients and for our internal users, So, who are also, of course, our clients from an IT standpoint. And um, how is First Republic Bank enacting this digital transformation? And if you can be specific, that would be great. Sure. So, um, you know, first of all, um, it helps to understand us just a little bit. Our bank, First Republic Bank, is really focused on sort of a more of an old, old-fashioned service model of in-person, high-touch service. And so we have a lot of um, processes built around people helping our clients or people helping our internal clients. Um, so for us, a focus on digital transformation is really applying automation internally to help with better workflow, to help basically provide a high-tech enabled, high-touch experience for our clients, our internal clients. Um, So by that, that means working on things like better delivery of information. Uh, We have a semi-custom customer relationship management system that we've built to deliver comprehensive relationship information to people who work with clients. It's focusing on uh, a number of workflow-enabled systems to make it so that we have a goal of, uh, we're trying to achieve a goal of single data entry and then reuse of data. We, we also, as a bank, are a little bit different in terms of a very much of a holistic view of serving our clients. We don't have silos in terms of I do only uh, investments and you only do uh, deposits. We all work together to serve the client. And so leveraging technology to access these disparate data stores is important in order to provide those experiences. So that's for the internal clients or our users here. Externally, it's really the same story. Our, we're renowned for our service that we provide to our clients. We go the extra mile. You can always get someone on the phone. We're there to help you. It's really providing technology to provide the same sort of experience. Because nowadays, uh, in particular, not everyone wants to do everything in person. There's a lot of desire for self-service. And certainly in commercial banking, there's a lot of uh, activities that that our, our clients need to do themselves. So we're really focused on providing an excellent digital experience, whether that's online, mobile, or some combination, in order to support what our clients are trying to do. Well, that all sounds great, Hugh. 
Could you give us a couple of examples of how you're improving the digital experience for your external customers? Sure. It's really uh, the same concept as for the internal systems. Uh, the nature of our clients is that they have quite a few relationships with us, quite a few accounts. And so uh, traditionally, these are siloed. You have different systems to do different things. Much of our focus is trying to is focused on bringing this information together into one place so you can see it all at once, you can transact with it all at once, and just make it a lot easier for you because, our, as I said, our, our focus as a bank is to, to serve you as a client holistically. And it's really trying to make sure that the technology does the same thing, provide that holistic view. Secondly, our focus is on ease of use. And so we've, we are doing a significant amount of work looking into um, usability, user interfaces, the overall user experience, so that things flow very smoothly, take advantage of you know, current state-of-the-art uh, user interfaces uh, and, and styles so that it's a very familiar and easy-to-use experience for people. Wonderful. So what are the goals of your company's digital transformation when you started on this journey? So for us, it's, um, it's really supporting the growth of our bank. We're, we're a very fast-growing institution, um, and for sort of the internal use cases, it's focused on supporting that growth while being efficient. Um, besides providing that excellent experience, the, the reality is more efficient and effective um, experiences for our internal users make it more cost-effective for us. If, there, if you can enter data once and use it many times, there's less rework, there's simply less work. Um, so as we grow, it helps us become more efficient, as well as actually serving clients better, because the, we have the right information that you can access the first time. For the kind of the external view of this, it's it's really focused on the kind of the changing um, needs and sort of the dynamics of the marketplace in terms of, uh, of course, there's a, a huge shift towards mobile first type experiences. Um, that we need to um, stay current with, but also, as I said, this focus on trying to make it easier and easier for our clients because our clients do have choices. Um, that we, we're, of course, not the only bank out there. So the, the focus there is really to make sure that we're, we continue to provide that First Republic style and level of experience digitally as well as uh, when you come in and visit us in one of our branches. And, and what were the results of the digital transformation, I wonder? It's still a work in progress. Um, to date, uh, we've, we've rolled out many new systems internally, um, and I'd say that, that we're, still, we're still working on it. Um, things are getting easier, uh, but some of the, the bigger uh, wins, such as new systems to help with loan origination, um, are still coming. Uh, externally, uh, we've recently rolled out some uh, new technology, both for our internal users as well as external users, uh, to, to do certain types of lending. And we're getting great traction with that. It's also a great product that we're offering. Um, so part of this is it's sort of it's fighting the, the war, not just the battles. So in other words, it, we have to take a long view in terms of uh, the, 
the, the wins we're getting and to make sure that we are, are continuing to focus on the overall end goal. Uh, while, of course, with each release that we do, uh, hitting specific milestones. And with that, we're, we're also right in the middle also of a new, um, uh, delivering a new consumer experience um, that we're, we're developing, uh, sort of a hybrid uh, internal and vendor development that we're working on right now. So uh, a few months from now, uh, we'll have uh, the results of that, and we, we know that our clients are going to be quite happy based upon testing. Great. As you went through this digital transformation, what hurdles did you have to overcome? You know, the hurdles here, um, so first of all, it's a, it's a very supportive environment um, where we focus on uh, trying to enable people's ideas. So there's really no pushback on the concepts. Um, it, it's really more, as I said at the beginning, our, our history is focused on that high-touch experience, which has historically um, caused us to put less focus on the more high-tech experience, the, the digital aspects of it. So for us, the hurdles are mostly internal in terms of going from mostly outsourcing things to now having, with pretty much every new system and process that we implement, a hybrid sort of in-source and outsourced model. So going from sort of limited support needs to very high support needs, as well as uh, going from simply buying a vendor package to uh, focusing on customization, because the reality is no one sells um, a, a piece of software that really represents the First Republic experience. We need to uh, modify that, uh, you know, configure it, or in some cases build it in order to deliver the results we're looking for. So these are in some ways sort of new muscles for us here within the overall IT environment. And I say overall because it's not just the IT group, it's also all the different business groups that we work with that have to think up the requirements, that have to do the analysis, that have to look at the overall user experience, that have to look at how, uh, from maybe a marketing standpoint, how everything integrates together. Previously, focusing on more of a kind of a vendor-provided experience, or in many cases, multi-vendor-provided experience, while we might not have gotten exactly what we wanted, it was a pretty straightforward process to get it. Now, as we start to introduce much more custom development into the mix, it, it really changes the nature of our work. So really, that's, that's been the, the main hurdle, but in some cases, it's also one that we've, we've made for ourselves and also one that we can sort of pace ourselves on, too, that we don't have to change everything overnight. As I said, it's sort of it's the overall um, you know, journey here. It's not just the you know, first. It, we're looking at it as a series of steps. That's great. So what's next for your company in digital transformation? So the next thing is really to sort of keep our heads down and continue the work that we're doing. As I said, that we'll be delivering um, new online and mobile experiences for our consumer uh, consumer experiences uh, later this year, um, and we have a number of new systems that we're going to impl be implementing internally, um, as well as with that also new analytic and sort of big data type capabilities. So we have a lot of work that's going to be delivering uh, this year, a lot of work we actually started last year and really put us into pretty high gear on that kind of transformation um, journey and it will be delivering this year. So I think a lot of it, too, is um, it's this question of 
you can't do everything all at once, and so trying to trying to pick your priorities, and of course focusing on those that are most foundational, and then sticking with it. I think that's that's key because um, I think uh, First Republic and every company is uh, is uh, faced with uh, a lot of different priorities that will come up, and so it's difficult to always just change course. We're trying to have um, some significant initiatives that we. Uh, focus on and follow through on, while not ignoring the other ones, but but trying to make sure that we don't completely change direction all the time. That's 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 the big focus right now. Great. So, do you have any other insights or tips you'd like to share with our listeners who may be go- do, going through their own digital transformation? I think the main thing is um, that I that I would offer is it's kind of a mix in terms of have a strategy have a vision, and have a plan. But and maybe, maybe the order is to have that vision, come up with a, a high-level strategy, and then have a pretty flexible plan. As I said, I think key is staying the course. It's hard uh, and it's expensive and disruptive to start and stop initiatives. Um, so, but it happens. So it's most important to know as you sort of start on a journey what your destination is. That's the vision. How does that play out in terms of what you're trying to achieve? And the strategy really should be a set of steps or components that need to be delivered to either achieve that or to, you know, eventually lead to it. And the strategy can be, um, in many cases, accomplished in pieces. So this is where the flexibility comes in. I think that all too often people come up with a single project that's going to change everything. Um, and then that project either goes on and on for a long time and the results may not be delivered uh, because things change over time, or the project is so big it never really gets off the ground. So having this idea of having sort of the big-picture vision, the higher-level strategy of a series of interconnected components, and then the smaller projects that really, you know, they can sort of come and go. You can't start and stop them a little bit without giving away the bigger picture. I think that's something that we, we use to, to pretty good advantage of knowing where we're going in terms of the types of experiences that we want to deliver for our uh, internal uh, users here at the bank, as well as for our, our clients. Well, that's all very interesting, Hugh. Thank you very much for joining us at Knowledge at Warden. You're welcome. It's been great. Thank you. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.